0: Good Thursday morning, everybody. Welcome to Mornings with Ken. Heard every Monday through Friday at 5:45 a.m. Excuse me while I cough. <coughs> I should have this cough looked into, especially every time, every time in the morning when I'm trying to do a podcast. Good morning, everybody. I'm. Um, You know, I'm so thankful for my listeners that join me every morning. You guys are so, so faithful, faithful listeners. I really appreciate it. I don't know why you would tune in to Mornings with Ken, but thanks for showing up. I really appreciate it. Hey, it is Thursday morning, and uh, we've got one more day to go after this. But uh, I'm going to enjoy this day. I am just going to enjoy this day today right now because you can't live in the future you can't live in the past you can only live in the moment so um i'm thankful for today i'm thankful to um you know see what the day uh, holds for me we never know what the day holds for so hey i saw this interesting story um it's kind of scary the story uh, I read online about scientists. Oh, what country was it? Maybe it was the U.S. Yeah, I think it was in the U.S. So, these scientists created an enzyme. I don't know. I don't know how you create an enzyme. I mean, obviously, in you know, some science lab. I'm not even sure the definition of an enzyme, and I know what they. I know what they do. Um, I, you know, I know what enzymes are, but like, I don't understand. Them, but anyway, scientists created this enzyme that's going to eat plastic. Because I guess they're they're thinking, let's help the trash problem we have, I guess, in the world of plastic. There's too much plastic. We don't want to bury it. We don't want to send it off to sea, up, up to the sea. Um, you know. So I guess. They some scientists invented an enzyme that's going to eat plastic. They've tested it out, and they said it is a, They said is it amazingly successful? They were shocked how successful the enzyme would slowly deteriorate the plastic, so they can get rid of it and not pollute the earth. But to me, that's a little scary because. I don't know if scientists should be inventing anything that didn't already exist as far as, I mean, we already have diseases that we can't cure and we have bugs and viruses that we can't control. I I don't know how an enzyme relates to viruses or bacteria. I'm not sure what category enzymes fall in, but I don't think we should be inventing anything anything that's unnatural i don't know what if this enzyme gets out of hand what if it can it morph into something that harms humans what if the enzyme comes in contact with a human being it's a little scary sometimes i think science goes too far um uh, <laughs> So, yeah, that was really scary. I am, I'm afraid that this enzyme is going to escape from a lab and come in contact with humans. And, and maybe we have another COVID incident. Um, isn't that awful? What are we doing? Scientists, did you ask if you should? I mean, I know you, you can... But did you ever ask yourself if you should? I'm not sure how safe this is. uh, It kind of scares me, to be honest with you. But uh, anyway, good morning, everybody. Thanks for joining in. Hey, pretty soon, I want to, well, I want to plug. I'm not sure when this is going to happen, but pretty soon I'm going to have a joint uh, podcast with With Nigel and Caitlin Dorfler, that they have a podcast called Bad Movie Date Night. That's Bad Movie Date Night with Nigel and Caitlin Dorfler. And you should check it out, by the way, before then. Check it out, see what you think. But we're going to do a podcast together. We're going to link up, and uh, that's going to come in the future. So just something to be thinking about in the near future. Something to look forward to. But don't forget this Saturday night, this Saturday night is uh, Singing with uh, Saturday Night Singing with Ken at 7 p.m. This upcoming Saturday, Saturday Night Singing with Ken, 7 p.m., a special bluegrass show. So even if you're not interested in bluegrass, you know, go ahead and jump in on the podcast. I think you're still going to find it interesting. So, something to think about. So, hey, real quick, I'm going to take a break. Um, I'm going to, I have to check for enzymes. It might be laying around. So, I'll be right back, okay?
1: If I may. Um, I'll tell you the problem with the scientific power that you're, that you're using here. Uh, it didn't require any discipline to attain it. You know, you read what others had done, and you, and you took the next step. You didn't earn the knowledge for yourselves, so you don't take any responsibility for it. You stood on the shoulders of geniuses uh, to accomplish something as fast as you could. And before you even knew what you had, you you patented it and packaged it and slapped it on a plastic lunchbox. And now you're selling it. You want to sell it. Well, (laughs) I, I don't think you're giving us our due credit. Our scientists have done things which nobody's ever done before. Yeah, yeah, but your scientists were so preoccupied with whether or not they could, they didn't stop to think if they should.
0: Ah, that's one of my favorite scenes in a movie. That's from uh, what the original Jurassic Park, where, uh, um, what was his name? Well, the the scientist that was brought in um, to the park to uh, get to see his opinion of the park by the guy, the creator of the park and, uh, the, the scientist character, he was uh, very upset that they, uh, create, they created the dinosaurs, um, because they could, but, and didn't ask if they should. So that kind of reminds me of the enzyme, uh, story we just talked about. Uh, should, you know, just because we can, should we do it? So, um, I, I got to find out more information, um, on this story. Cause I am fascinated, um, by this story. So I don't know. I found a little story. If you, uh, bear with me, let's, let's see if we can learn more about this story, um, together. So let's see what I got here. See what the news says.
2: The world's plastics problem is out of control. If it keeps piling up, plastics in the ocean could outweigh fish by 2050 Plastic is difficult and sometimes impossible to recycle, and it doesn't break down naturally. But a team of scientists have stumbled on a discovery that could change the way we deal with plastic forever. So this is the biochemistry valve. and uh, this is where everyone is working. So we followed a Japanese study that came out about two years ago where they made this startling discovery of a bacteria that lives off plastic in a recycling dump. Um, Essentially this bacteria is uh, evolved to eat plastic and it produces an enzyme that breaks down plastic into its original components. So that's really where our story began. We wanted to find out how this enzyme worked. And by just fiddling about with the DNA sequence, uh, we accidentally made a, a more efficient enzyme that's about 20% faster than the natural enzyme. The science is a bit like that. You you do the experiment. You never you can predict what might happen, but often you're wrong. So what we can see at the moment, if you take a, a, a plastic bottle, a fizzy drinks bottle, and you, you put it in a, a test tube with some of our enzyme, it will start digesting away the surface over a couple of days. Seeing if we can
0: identify some of our protein that
2: we've expressed through our mammalian cell lines. So Excellent. We're going to do some experimental to stuff. If we can do this with a fast enough enzyme with, on a bigger scale, you can imagine collecting plastic And what would happen is the solution would go clear as the building blocks were broken down. So you'd have this clear solution of chemicals that you can then remake plastic with. I think there's been a huge amount of doom and gloom stories around plastics and justifiably because it's a terrible environmental scourge. But this is a story where we've got some hope that we can actually put together. And my email box has now got 500 unread emails with companies saying, can we work with you? Can we help? Certainly, since this story came out, um, I could count the number of hours I've slept on one
0: hand. <laughs> well, I'm going to pause it right there. Um, did you hear the part where he said, "You know, they they stumbled upon it, then they started messing with the DNA, the DNA." All right, see, that's just like Jurassic Park. You mess with the DNA, we're going to get huge dinosaurs hatched out of plastic bottles. I mean, oh. Uh, bottles are going to turn around and start eating us but uh i don't know it is a fascinating story but i hope it doesn't cause any other damage um in our world um by the, how do you control this enzyme is it does it get out of control if we mess with it and we start uh putting the enzyme on in, in garbage dump so it could eat the bottles does it morph does it spread will that cause an illness? I don't know. I don't know. We 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 we're going to get we're going to get this out of hand. Um the bottles are going to take over the world. But uh I don't know. It it's, it's a fascinating story. And if it's good for the environment, um I hope it works, but I don't like the idea that we mess with DNA. Like I don't know. It's kind of scary. Kind of scary. I know we're trying to uh clean up the earth you know I don't know if I buy that well I guess it might be true they said that uh, did you hear that part where it said pretty soon um, plastic bottles are going to outnumber the fish in the sea wow wow so um, they're just trying to clean up, the, clean up the plastic bottle mess so clean up the earth so um, well I hope it works out for them <laughs> oh man! Speaking of uh, cleaning up the earth, but cleaning in general, um, today's Thursday, and I just want to say, hey, Chuck, Chuck Walton, if you're listening, um, today might be a good day to, uh, I don't know, go shopping go to Lowe's or Home Depot, look for a, a project to start at home. Cause, uh, you know, you know, Pat's going to be, uh, cleaning and mopping the floor and sweeping and dusting. And you're just going to be in the way. Wait, wait. Oh, that's a personal family story there. But, uh, no, my, my mother-in-law, my dear mother-in-law, she's the cleanest person I know. She really is. And today is Thursday. So today today will be her cleaning day. And I'm going to talk about her a little bit. And, uh, I'm sorry Pat but i I gotta talk about you she is the clean she keeps the cleanest house she really does I mean you could there's no five second rule over at her house because if you drop something on on her floor you don't have to worry about the five second rule. you could let it lay there for ten minutes fifteen minutes it's gonna be all right because she keeps her floors so clean it, it that, that, that it's, it's purified, it's, it's clean. You can pick up that piece of pie right off the floor. In fact, you can get down on the floor and, and that pie that fell on the floor, you can eat that with a fork right on the floor. There's no five-second rule. You don't have to wait no five seconds. Or you don't have to pick, worry about picking it up before five seconds. You can eat that piece of pie right off the floor. That's how clean my mother-in-law's um, house is. But you just got to get out of the way on Thursdays because Thursdays has always been her um, you know her her cleaning day her cleaning day. You don't come around on Thursday. Don't guys, don't die on a Thursday. Do not die on a Thursday or don't have your funeral scheduled on a Thursday because my mother-in-law is not going to show up. Heaven forbid, if I pass away and my my funeral is scheduled on a Thursday. I know my mother-in-law will not be there. She will be home cleaning. Nothing, nothing interferes with her cleaning day on Thursday. I mean, a plane could fall out of the sky and land on her neighbor's house and catch the house on fire. My mother-in-law ain't going to leave her house. She's going to be in there vacuuming that floor. It's Thursday. If If, if it's Thursday... I don't care if, uh, I mean, if if Jesus is coming back in the sky on a Thursday, she's going to tell him to wait. She goes, Jesus, you step in that cloud, step in the cloud, come tomorrow, Friday, but you ain't coming today because I got to clean my house. So, um, <laughs> oh, Pat, I love you, Pat, but uh, um, you are a cleaner, and I guess there's nothing wrong with that. But I was reading this article about cleaning, and uh it was kind of funny they uh i guess they this person I shouldn't say they this person uh, I don't recall the name of the article, so I'm just gonna have to give you the cliff notes but I read this article where uh, this young lady um in her twenties um, was uh she looked up the average 1950s housewife cleaning schedule. The 1950s housewife cleaning schedule where it broke it down like on Mondays is uh, uh, laundry day. I'm just throwing an example. Uh, Tuesday is we're going to dust all the, the, um, the curtains in the house and we're going to dust the blinds And we're going to dust all the knickknacks and whatever. And then, uh, you know, Wednesday, Thursday, each day was a different chore. And then Saturday, it said um, rest day and uh, dinner date with friends or family. So, um, and then Sunday, church. Well, we don't say that anymore. But um, anyway, so this young lady decided she was going to try that cleaning schedule just as the 1950s women were doing it and so she tried I think she said she tried it for a month I think she said in the article and she said she was exhausted she was absolutely exhausted um, that she said she didn't know how the mothers in the 50s did all that cleaning uh, but you ha- but I think she she needed to take into consideration. Oh, there's some deer walking right there. Oh, they're so cute. I'm sorry for the interruption, folks. But anytime I see deer... Oh, they're so cute. They're so little. The big old ears. Oh. Oh, are there more? There's just two of them. Just two of them. I- I'm sorry. Th- you know, this is Mornings with Ken live. So I'm taking a moment to enjoy... I'm living in the moment, folks. Sometimes you just got to live in the moment. And uh you're going to take this moment with me because I'm going to wa- watch them go in behind the trees. They're right at the edge of the trees. They're kind of just chilling. They're looking at me. Then they're looking into the woods. Okay, one's gone. I can't see him anymore. Not the woods, but the trees. Oh, uh, so the other one's kind of stepping away. And, uh. I think I'm going to lose them there. They're being so nice and gentle. Aww. Well, okay. You guys can't see the deer, so it's boring to you. (laughs) So where was I? Uh, We were talking about cleaning. Oh, the young lady that followed the cleaning schedule from our average housewife in the 1950s, exhausted every day, she said. Every day she's totally exhausted. But what she failed to consider is she was working during this time so she was a working housewife so yeah you are going to be exhausted i mean shout out to all you women who work and who work outside the home and then you're a housewife or you're taking care of your your home yeah i don't know how you ladies do it um hey hang on let me i'm gonna applaud you because you guys deserve it. You women who, who, who work a job, even if right now you're working at home um, in your home office or whatever, I applaud you because you're working a job and you have your house to clean. Um, and you, if you have little ones, wow, I don't, I don't know how you women do it. So I'm giving you women a shout out. You, you women are awesome And, um, you, us guys, we need to help our wives more. Um, just saying, um, I'm guilty. I'm sorry. I confess I'm guilty of not helping as much as I should. But, um, it just shows you how the times have changed from cleaning in the 1950s as a wife who stayed home. Most women were in the home and didn't work outside the home. So they probably were a less, you know, less exhausted. I'm guessing I, I wouldn't know, um, obviously, but, um, I would imagine it would have been a little bit more easier than what women have it today because it takes for most cases it, I mean, it kind of takes two people working in the home. If you want to live halfway decent um, I mean if you want to live at a certain lifestyle I should have a halfway decent shoot i'm 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 learning I don't care about what I have per se if I have a roof over my head and uh, food on the table that's all i'm I'm concerned about I don't need the nicest house in the world but it, it's amazing how times have changed. women are working and they're they're taking care of their house or taking care of their little ones if they have them so produced for you you women out there thank you for all that you do and I'm sorry us us men don't appreciate it as much as we should and uh, you women who who maybe don't work outside the home but you, but you are a housewife and, and, and you're just doing your, your house chores and dinner that's still a lot that is still an amazing job um, all that you do um Wow, just just thank you, thank you, thank you. But yeah, we're sure not living in the 1950s nowadays. That's, that's for sure, because uh, it takes another income to uh, have somewhat of a standard of living that most of us um, enjoy. So I'm looking over there, and I want those deer to come back. Man, I really want to see the... I don't know. I don't know if in North Canton you're allowed to have a pet deer in your yard. I want a pet deer. Um, that would be cool. They're just so peaceful looking. But uh, <laughs> oh goodness, Ken, what are you doing? But anyway, so my mother-in-law, she does a wonderful job cleaning her house. I am so happy to say I can go over there at any time. And her house will be spotless, totally spotless. Um, there's no bacteria over there at her house. No enzymes eating plastic bottles at her house. So um, anyway, hey, let's take a quick let's take a quick break and I'll, I'll be right back.
1: Meet Mr. Clean. Procter & Gamble's new all-purpose liquid cleaner. Mr. Clean gets rid of dirt and grime and grease in just a minute. Mr. Clean will clean your whole house and everything that's in it. Floors, doors, walls, halls, white sidewall tires and old golf balls. Thinks, stoves, bathtubs, he'll do. He'll even help clean laundry too. Mr. Clean gets rid of dirt and grime and grease in just a minute. Mr. Clean will clean your whole house and everything that's in it you sink quicker than a wink can he clean a window stash faster than a flash can he clean a dirty mirror he'll make it bright and clearer can he clean a diamond ring mr clean cleans anything mr, mr. clean gets rid of dirt and grime and grease in <laughs> just a minute mr clean will clean your whole house and everything that's in it mr clean mr clean mr clean, mr. clean.
0: There you go. There you go, Pat. Hey, there's a nice little jingle for you. Wow, that song hard to get out of your head once you hear it. Mr. Clean, Mr. Clean will help you clean your house and everything that's in it. Oh, that jingle. What a pleasant jingle. Man, back in the 1950s, they had some nice jingles there. Oh, about clean your house with Mr. Clean. Mr. Clean with that bald head. Uh, <laughs> hey, but you know kind of get i'm kind of jumping around all over the place today but um i did find this helpful hint and this was coming from um i believe the uh what's it good housekeeping from the 1950s so it's telling a housewife from the 1950s what they should do all the time and then have a a schedule so this is like uh, something that was done by the uh home and gardens from like the 1950s so throughout this so this you do i don't know if this is going to help anybody maybe to help me and me help keep our house clean so maybe i'm doing this for myself but uh so so in order to get our house clean so the the first things i'm going to read are things you should just do every day as you're going throughout your house just constantly so this isn't something you put on the schedule this is something you do every single day. Um yeah, so the first one is make your bed. That's a good thing. Um, last person out of bed make the bed. As soon as your feet hit the floor, turn around and make your bed. When I was a teenager, I actually was into that habit. That really is what I I did when I was a teenager. At home, as soon I would wake up, as soon as both feet hit the floor, I would immediately turn around and make my bed. I, I guess I had like O C D back then, but I would do that. Nowadays, yeah, not it's, it's not yeah, not happening. But um my wife is good at making the bed, but she has to remind me if, if I'm the last one up to make the bed. So the first thing um, good housekeeping wants you to do is turn around and make your bed. Then um, you, you probably you're, you're gonna either you have clothes you changed out of the night before or you're gonna change in clothes. So pick up all the dirty clothes and throw them in the hamper. Pick up all your dirty clothes and throw them in the hamper. I know sometimes when I go to bed at night, um, I may okay, I may throw my shirt on the floor. So I'm you know, so go ahead. Get your clothes off the floor, throw them in the hamper, and then do a load of laundry when you have enough dirty clothes. So maybe, you know, maybe you're getting ready to go to work. Maybe your wife is busy. Maybe she's busy in the morning or she's got, you know, maybe she's already at work or whatever. But just real quick, check to see if you got time, if you got enough clothes. Gather up enough clothes and, and if you have enough of them, go throw in a load of laundry and then well then you know what i would do if you got to brush your teeth and take a shower get ready for work depending how long it takes you go ahead and do that you know shave brush your teeth shower change clothes or get new clothes on um i don't know if you eat your breakfast or um have your quiet time whatever then right before you're ready to go to work Check to see if the clothes are ready to go in the dryer. I guess you want to make sure it's not clothes that aren't gonna that are, are gonna wrinkle. So maybe you do a load of towels or something you don't that doesn't uh it's not gonna wrinkle. Um, and then the next one it says wipe countertops off after preparing meals. So you know, hey, if you hit you just had breakfast, um, don't just put your cup in the sink um, and and run off to work. Kind of plan it out where you're going to... You know what? I'm going to just wash this cup real quick. I'm going to wipe down the countertop. I just had my toast with butter on it. I got a little crumbs. I'm going to wipe that up real quick. And uh, yeah, so wipe up after yourself in the kitchen as soon as you uh, make a mess. Wash dishes or load the dishwasher. That kind of goes with the, the one I just said. But yeah, maybe the, maybe you woke up in there. there are dishes in the sink from your kids or whoever, real quick, some, throw them in the dishwasher before going to work. Throw, throw them in the dishwasher. That, excuse me while I cough. <coughs> okay, I got enzymes stuck in my throat. <clears> throat. Well, good thing I'm not made out of plastic. Spend 10 minutes, <coughs> boy, my throat. Spend 10 minutes picking up and putting away clutter. This stuff you can do all day long throughout your day. Um, spend 10 minutes picking up and putting away clothes. As you walk into another room and you're thinking, oh, that doesn't go there. Now, who brought this in there when it goes in, pick it up and put it in its place? Just as you're walking throughout the house, look around, look for things that might be out of place and grab something and put it away as you're walking to another room. And then the last one they have here, wipe out the kitchen and bathroom sink yeah you know what maybe you got up and maybe you did a lot of work around the house and maybe right before you go to work in the morning just look at the sink and say you know what i'm just gonna there's nothing in the sink but i'm just gonna kind of rinse it out real quick i'm gonna grab i'll make you know make it kind of shine real quick and uh same with the bathroom sink Uh, oh i just got done brushing my teeth i'm gonna wipe down the bathroom sink really really nice So that's stuff you do, that's not the stuff on the schedule, that's the stuff you do um, just as you're going throughout your day. Now, it then later breaks it down as things that you should do each day, and I'm sure whoever did this article back in the 1950s, they were just using this as an example um, for giving suggestions of what you could do um, each day, I'm sure... You could change it to fit whatever works for you. But here on Sunday, so they're going to start on Sunday. Vacuum all the carpets and rugs and mop the tile floors. So Sunday, vacuum all the carpets and rugs and mop the tile floors. So I'm trying to think. So for those of us who attend church on Sunday, you're you're not going to get up too early before church and do that. I don't know, some people might. I'm trying to think how our family would work. We go to church we're not gonna get up before and do this. So we're gonna get up, go to church, come back. Oh boring myself again, I'm yawning. So then we're gonna after church, we'll probably get something to eat if we don't eat at home. By then it's one thirty two o'clock. I guess go ahead and so, at like maybe two o'clock, um, Dixie and I we we vacuum the carpets and rugs, and mop the floors. Okay, that's that's doable. That way, you have the rest of the evening to kind of relax. Not bad, not too bad. So, and then on Monday, we're gonna wash the bed sheets. Okay, all right, all right. We're gonna wash all the. We're gonna strip the beds, and wash all the bed sheets. Okay, that's doable. On Wednesday, we're going to clean the stove. Okay. Wednesday, clean the stove. Well, I mean, our stove don't, I mean, I don't kind of get that one. Well, I guess the inside of it, because back, back then they actually cooked in the oven a lot more than what we do today. So their oven probably was getting a little dirty with um, things overheating and, or heating up and spilling out. On into the stove but for us, I wouldn't say that's a big necessity because, uh, you know when you could put stuff in the microwave or you're eating out way too much or you're cooking on the stovetop uh, but I get it, I get it I mean, because we'll wipe off the stove every time we cook on top of the stove so, but anyway, clean the stove on Wednesdays. Thursdays well, here you go, Pat here's your Thursday wipe away all smudges and dirt from the walls so go around your house, look for smudges on the walls, and wipe them off. Eh, man, that's that's not a bad day. Eh, that's not too bad of a day. Man, I'm going to like Thursdays. Walk around, see smudges on the wall, wipe them off. Okay, all right, that's doable. Friday, vacuum the furniture. Vacuum the furniture. Okay, Friday, vacuum the furniture. Uh-huh, okay, I'm not. I'm not a huge person that likes the vacuum, but vacuum the furniture. Okay, all right. Saturday, clean the exterior windows. Well, Saturday, clean the windows every Saturday. Every Saturday, clean the windows, or is this just like a once, like in a in a season, <laughs> and I, just during the spring? You mean I got to go out there? several times. Well, I got to do this every Saturday? Every Saturday, clean the exterior windows. Man, those people in the 1950s were extra clean. I think they lived in a better society than we did. Does, I don't know. Am I, is that Guys, is that strange? Am I a dirty person that I don't clean my exterior windows every Saturday? Is that a thing? Should I have been doing that all these years? Every Saturday? I mean, I, I know it's like if they get dirty, but... Every Saturday, okay, well, I mean they then they have suggestions for the different seasons. Winter is a good time to clean out areas that get that get neglected. December, empty and wipe down all cabinets, January, clean behind the refrigerator, washer and dryer, and large furniture. yeah, it makes sense, you know, I like that February, steam all the carpets. In the middle of winter? Steam the carpets. Oh, I know you've been tracking snow. Well, take your shoes off before you come inside. But I guess you're trapped in. You might as well steam the carpets. In the springtime, in March, empty the closets and, and find stuff to donate. Unwanted items. We organize for upcoming spring and summer seasons. Okay, okay. April, clean windows and exteriors. Clean windows, exteriors, and screens. But I'm doing it every Saturday according to earlier. Ain't I doing that every Saturday? So you want me to do uh Alright, alright, we'll do that, we'll do that. Alright, May, wash all the blankets, comforters, duvets, and other large beddings. So month of May, just do a big old wash of all your all your stuff. You, you got on your beds and All right, alright. Summer, June, clean and organize the garage and basement. That's good because the weather's getting nice the weather's nice go out to the garage clean it out clean the basement okay i get it i get it july empty dresser drawers clean inside and donate unwanted items man they keep busy those people in the 50s keep busy clean out the drawers, wipe them out um uh, okay august august clean the walls retouch paint when where necessary so here, again we're I thought we're cleaning the walls every day, well we're going around wiping up smudges every day on Thursdays all right, all right all right, so but now I guess it's supposed to be a big a big wall cleaning day and then paint any surfaces that need to look like they need to be painted. oh my goodness, and in the fall, we're back to the fall now, summer fall, okay, fall, September, reorganize the closet and dressers for upcoming cold seasons. Take your summer clothes, put them away, bring out your winter clothes. October, give freezers, refrigerators, stoves, and ovens a deep clean. Oh, good grief. November, consolidate and organize personal files. Well, that's on a computer nowadays, so we don't have uh, paper files much anymore. I mean, I kind of do. I still have paper files, but... Consolidate and organize personal files. So, jump on that computer and uh, go through and, and clean out your computer and organize it. So, that is from the, the good housekeeping from uh, the 1950s. So, there you go. There you go, Pat. I got all your cleaning, all your cleaning caught up for you. So, that's your schedule. Let's do it. Let's knock it out. Now, sometimes it actually does have, it's good to have a plan. It's good to have a schedule. So um, I hope that uh, was helpful. Uh, It it made me feel guilty. I have a guilt trip now. Man. Hey, I'll be right back.
1: This week, you can clean all your kitchen linoleum in the time it used to take to clean this small patch of linoleum. Yes, in half the time and with half the work of soap or newest detergent. How? With new spick and span. Thanks to Spick and Span's amazing cleaning power, the mop or cloth need only be damp. Then, once over, no going back a second time to rinse and a third time to wipe dry. See? Dirt, grease, even heel marks vanish. Just once over, and linoleum dries instantly. Gleaming clean, ready to walk on or wax. You can replace the furniture the minute you're through. Remember... Just once over lightly with new Spick and Span. No rinsing, no wiping. Once over, it's
0: grand. Well, now I'm confused. I'm confused now. Am I supposed to use uh, Spick and Span? Or am I supposed to use, uh, what was that, Mr. Clean? I'm a little confused now. Now, uh, come on, everybody. Make up your mind. Um, I don't know. I kind of like the bald guy. He's kind of he's kind of a. he looks like if a, if there's a guy out there that's going to clean something i trust i trust mr clean i don't know he you know <laughs> hey but um yeah we're going to bring the show to an end but i just thought when i when i paused to see those um uh, deer earlier in the show um i just um it, it reminded me of something um from my book many of you don't know that um I wrote a book of poems uh, in 2019 and I actually had it published. Um, it, it's just a, it's just a simple, very small book of poems. Something to help uh, me uh, figure out some thoughts in my head. and, and uh, It's kind of like a therapy book. I kind of wrote it for myself. I wasn't expecting to sell a million copies or, or anything like that. But it's more so I wrote a therapy book and uh it was really helpful. I enjoyed getting these thoughts on the paper and um a, a lot of people have read my books and uh, got a lot of great feedback from it. So but as I was pausing to watch those deer, it reminded me in a place of in my life where I needed to take time to just enjoy the moment um that I was in. So I wrote a poem. I'm going to read it to you. This is from my book Room 630, Nights of the Day Room Roundtable. Room 630, Nights of the Day Room Roundtable. You can, if you're interested in buying the book, go to Lulu. That's L-U-L-U dot com. L-U-L-U dot com. And uh, in the search bar, just type in Room 630, Nights of the Day Room Roundtable. Um, or my name, Ken Lotney, Kenneth Lotney. And I'm sure it'll direct you right to the book. And uh, you can order it. But here's one of the poems uh, from my book. I'll just read you the one poem because it reminded me of taking time to look at the deer. It's called This Day. This day, I will smell the fresh morning dew. This day, I will feel the the dew between my toes. This day, I will look up to the sky and watch the birds fly. This day, I notice the clouds float in the blue sky. This day, no other day but today, this day, right now, I choose to embrace the beauties of this day, and that's what I'm trying to live by. I really am. we can get so caught up in what we're doing tomorrow, um or what we should have done yesterday, or we're so we're gonna be busy we're out being busy running around to stores or going to an event or whatever but sometimes we just need to stop and and I'm trying to get better and better at this. Stop, take a moment. Look at the wildlife around you. Look at the birds in the trees. Look at the little chipmunk running around. Look at the deer that walked by. Look at the sun and how it's rising um in the morning. I don't know. It it was helpful for me to uh write this poem and put it on paper as a reminder. That I'm going to embrace the beauties of this day, this moment, right now, and not get carried away about uh, stressing things, stressful things that may happen in the future, or an hour from now, or two hours from now, or tomorrow. I'm going to embrace the moment that I'm in. Hey folks, thanks for joining joining me today. I really do appreciate it. And... uh Let's do this again tomorrow, and uh, don't forget the special Saturday Bluegrass show, and I'm going to leave you with another 77 song, and because uh, a lot of people have asked about the opening theme song that's by the group The 77s, and that song is called Do It For Love, but they're, they're really a, a group that I have enjoyed a lot of their music, and uh, so I'm going to leave you with uh, one of their songs as we close out, and uh, I'll see you guys tomorrow. Bye bye now. Love you guys. I was
2: high, like you